Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome to Red Hawk Basketball here tonight on the Monkey. We are in the round of 16 here in the State 5A girls state bracket. I'm Larry Moore along with Pat Hughes to bring you tonight's ball game. We try to be an entertaining one tonight. It's coming across the mountain to take on the Red Hawks. Uh, with the Cyclones from Fort West School with the uh, Red Hawks and Montrose is uh, in all sports. <laughs> I'm very familiar with that. We might as well be in the same league. It's awesome as we play this team. So, uh, anyway, it's a uh, good evening. The crowd is starting to get a good crowd filing in here for the 6 o'clock tip-off. And, uh, again, round of 16 is the Lady Redhawks who are able to uh, come up with the victory uh, last uh, Tuesday. And they uh, get them into this uh, round uh, here as they uh, took on in Deep Pueblo County. Pueblo West, um, they uh, come in as the number 10 ranked team. Uh, they beat their Creek last week fairly soundly, and so that's where they've got their win to get them in here. The winner of this one moves over to the Coliseum in Denver for the grade 8. But you got to get through this one first, Pat. Yeah, you guys, you know, it's win and move on. You know, it's, it's a cliche in the basketball this time of year, but that's what it's all about. You know, the, one of these teams is going home tonight. You know, there's a season coming to an end. Uh, but Larry, uh, looking at the first round of the uh, 5A, uh, all double-digit wins by the higher seeds. There was one upset, Littleton upset Skyview. That was the only single-digit game. So now we're into the best 16 teams in the state, and Montrose is there with them as the number seven seed. But uh, Pueblo West looking out here. They're tall, and they are athletic. Yeah, they're athletic, and they've got, you know, just watch them shoot around. We've got here, i got here, really, as always. And, uh, you know, skill-wise, or, you know, form-wise, when you watch them shoot, well, they got it. But they all look good in warm-ups, and what happens is uh, when you flip it around, then this game's going to boil down to can Pueblo West handle our defense, and can we handle this? Exactly. And the thing is about that 4A, 5A league that they're in, Pueblo West was 10-0 in that league. Pueblo County was 8-2. Pueblo County um, beat every other team in that league, and so did Pueblo by double digits, more than you know, 20, 30 points. So the quality of teams in that league is definitely down. Pueblo West definitely the, uh, the uh, quality team in that league. But how much really pressure-tight man-to-man defense did they face this year? You know, their tough losses were early in preseason, so it's a quality in December team. and January, and they lost to some really good teams in that 5A or 6A league or whatever they're in over there. And, uh, but uh, you come down now, and, you know, everybody knows what's, uh, what's in, you know, what's to play here right now, what you're playing for. And like I said, it's going to be uh, a, a great challenge here, and it's, you know, the Lady Redhawks uh, the other night on Tuesday got off to such a great start against Pueblo County. I was talking to Coach Fitz, and it's like, uh, you know, they just are going to see We know what kind of defense they're going to throw out there. Those girls didn't, and they just got shocked off the court. I mean, they were out of it early. They were out of it before the first period was even halfway over. And uh, so you're not going to shock this year. You might, they might have a little slow start in the first, but they, they're going to, this is going to be one of those really, really good competitive games. Well, we always count in Montrose old basketball that the one thing they're going to do, they're going to play tough man-to-man, and they're going to hang their hat on it. 
And as you pointed out, if Pueblo West can handle that, then it's going to be quite a competitive game. Um, Montreal's also at times had trouble scoring. Right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they, they hang their hat on Maggie uh, Leg and Macy uh, uh, Oldberg to supply all the points. But I was talking to Coach Dick. You know, the girl has come on, and she's had a great year. She might make the difference tonight is taking off. She has really picked up her game, uh, especially scoring-wise, rebounding-wise. And she's become much more clever down low, getting, getting herself and finding the backboard yeah. finally. Instead of trying to shoot that two-foot switch, She's found that the backboard is her best friend. <laughs> well, both uh, teams are about ready to go here. Uh, the uh, Pueblo West Cyclones come in with black uniforms and a light blue in number, and the uh, Red Hawks will be in their all white and red and in the green forms. We're going to come back to the station while we play the last time. You're listening to the Highway 50 Game of the Week on the Monkey. kitchen of your dreams? Whether your style is rustic, traditional, or contemporary, Delta Cabinet Company can help make your dreams a reality. We have hundreds of options in colors, wood, and door styles to satisfy every design. Our in-house kitchen designers have more than 20 years experience helping clients with every budget. So don't put it off any longer. Stop in our showroom and take a look at what Delta Cabinet Company can do for you. We are located at 696 Industrial Boulevard in Delta or visit our website at deltacabinetcompany.com. Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and that place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal. State Farm agent Jerry Ryer is your go-to agent in Delta for the service you deserve and the price you want. So stop shopping around. State Farm agent Jerry Ryer has you covered. Call 970-874-8626 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. 95.7 The Monkey is KPDT HD2 Grand Junction 1490 KM Rifle Set. Welcome back. Lloyd and Memorial Gymnasium, we get set as we will give you the starting lineup here for tonight's contest. First of all, the West, the Cyclones under Coach David Sinistel, they will start a senior, number three, McKenna McGraw. A junior, number five, Jamie Swazo. Katie Peterson, wearing number 10. Number 23, a senior, Sharon Sanchez. And number 24, senior, Trinity Martin. Trinity Martin leading this team with almost 12 points a game. So here are Marcos Redhawks, the usual starting five. There's Coach Steven Stitt, both teams, I should have mentioned, both teams coming in the ninth game. Identical records, 18 and 6 for the season. They will start number three, the senior, Haven Johnson. They'll start number five, the senior, Tegan Rocco. They'll start the sophomore, number 10, Maggie Lake. They'll start the senior, number 11, Kinsey Bush. And they'll start number 12, the sophomore, Macy Oldberg. And that is your Red Hawk starting five here tonight. And gentlemen, folks, it should be a good one. Yeah. 
They got McGraw down on the sideline. Oh, that is Starkey. And Macy Orford's shoes came untied, so they stopped for safety. And now we'll get the press going. Ball comes in. There's the trap. And Rocco got a hand on it and knocked her out of bounds. So there's jump trapping out there, right? I haven't seen him do that this year. Yeah, they did a little bit against Orlando before they started doing some of these late in the year. Long snap. Crossbow pass to Martin. Two on one. Wolf comes back. Martin Stig gives it off. It's off the 15 foot. Off. Rebound knocked around. Over comes up with it. Good job by Gracie Ober. Battling for the ball. Logan bring it up. Quickly to the top of the court. Barco pass left side. Back to leg. 417 to play. Tempo ahead 7 to 4. Ober will step out to the right side. Rocco three point line. Drives in. Stop. Kicks it off. You have to go. Boston will get it to Ober. A little bit of confusion out on the left wing. Barco pass to Bull. Back to leg. Now they reset. Now they go back to a single high post. Over pops out right side. Cutter in the middle. She missed uh, Rocco. Ball to Bush in the middle. Kicks it back. Leg for three. Off the front of the rim. Rebound to Martin. Quickly out comes Pueblo. Rocco will transition back to man to man. 3.33 to play. Fast over first period. 7-4. Pueblo left. Bush. On Sanchez. Ball down low, driving in, misses the baby uh, layup. Rebound comes down to Rocco. Left pushes it down the floor. Picks it off. So big, they go right back to Rocco. Cross court pass to Johnson. She'll take the three off the back of the wing. Now it's going to look good. Ball loose down the floor. Picked up. Just like left with it. They got a uh, cherry picker down here. It's McGraw. Down and she lays it up. A good defense by Lake. Forces the miss. Lego pushes. Down it goes to Ober. Ober spins in the middle. Out. Rocco for three. Yes, good! 7-7. Ball kicked out of bounds. Again, that jump trap. Leg gets a hand on it. Pueblo West will get it back. And Deep just has pulled it off. Get back in the half-court defense. 2.36 to play. Tied at 7. Satchel will bring it up. This will need her. Top of the key. Martin, outside the three-point line, guarded by Ober. Ball comes around. This is Suazo with it. Guarded by Rocco. This is Green. Rocco fights through it. Suazo will kick it off. And... Yeah, it's all about to go and kick it. Coming off of Davis' hand like that. They were trying to drive and kick it into the corner, but he dropped. They beat it. Sanchez will swing it. Getting into Martin low post. Sanchez right back to three. Got it. Second three of the period for Pueblo, and they take a 10-7 lead with 2.14 to play here in the first. Now Montez is going kind of a one four. They'll break two goals out to the wing. Johnson dumps it inside to Rocco. Rocco spins. Puts it off the backboard. Too hard. Rebound to Martin. Just kick it out. This is Sanchez. Quickly up the floor. It comes to Suazo. Suazo looks at the three. Gives it to McGraw on the left corner. Down it goes. Hooker. That was Martin. And that, of course, is a foul by Martin. And really, that's the first foul that's been called in the entire first period. Yeah, that's when I think uh, starts of the game up and down. I don't notice uh, what the Pueblo West has done. They know how far defense is basically they are sagging off of everybody but Lake and uh, uh, Oakley. 
during the rest of the girls' pursuit. Leg drives down in the corner, cut off by Peterson, and she travels. She just got going a little too hard, couldn't get that right foot out, did it, turned over to Pueblo. They lead it 10 to 7 with 140 to play, and gets to get back on defense, fall off the play. Sanchez will bring it up, push the meter at the half court line. Sanchez drives, this stays right with her. Now leg on Peterson, no slip. Ball quickly in the corner to Strago. Strago dribbles out, resets, gets a cross court here to Sanchez. Leg on her now. Peterson in the left corner. Out on top of the block. They're working around the perimeter. Set high screen. Strago spins in the lane, turn up, and carries. So again, good help side defense, forcing turnovers. And now here comes Pueblo's press. And this looks like a man-to-man press. Just to get it in the way here, and that is a lazy pass. Leg is moving away from him instead of moving to it. Luckily, he has that one back. Quickly in the game comes uh, Seg- Segelin. And also in the game is Kirkpatrick for Pueblo West. Martin on the bench. Leg to trigger. Just with the Rocco, right back to Leg. Leg. On the floor they go. They've got three on three. In the corner it goes to Johnson. They'll go back to Leg. Leg under heavy pressure. Look to the field. Picks it out the foot. Under a minute to play. Now we'll get reset. Rocco will over to the left side. Over with the ball. Has the lane. Drives down. Spins in the lane. Gets hammered inside. Still shoots through. That was a good move by Macy. She saw the uh, pressure coming. Yeah, she did. It was, did a good job. It probably was on the foot turn. That's third first. They do a go to the line to see too. So it's a, it's a weird set up defensively that Pueblo West is doing. They come down, they start out looking like they're in the man, and then they just drop off the non shooters and they just plug that middle. That's crazy. The Delta Catholic Company free throw is missed. ACL gets their effect in. Into the game is Tate Modell, a uh, freshman for Pueblo West. Second shot in. 10-8, Pueblo. Oberg will go out. Nelson comes in for it. Little Nelson, really important. Off the bench for the uh, Montrose Red Hot. Into the front court. Now Peterson will take control. Next to Suazo. Suazo on a back set, but cut off nicely by Rocco. Now Odell has the ball. And back out to Segrin. Segrin drives in the lane. Goes up, and Ronald gets hammered. No call. And hit. Kenzie Phillips, as usual, gets the rebound, gets the landing, and draws it foul. That was an interesting sequence. Yeah, it was. Pueblo West has a good argument. <laughs> Russia coming. Van Burke beats it by Dribbling. He's got three on two. Cuts it into Johnson. Back to Rocco. Another three. That'll be too hard. Rebound on the back side to Nelson. He saves it. Knocks it around, and then the ball is knocked out of bounds. It will go to Pueblo. And Coach Simicol thought about something with his team. He has upset his girls didn't get on the floor. Is it after the loose ball? Swazza with the ball. Gets a high screen. Drives down. Stops. Kicks it back out. Long shot taken at the buzzer. And we'll go to the second period with Pueblo West leading Montrose 10-8. You're listening. The 5A tournament action on the Highway 50 game of the week on the Monkey.
Hi, this is Jackie Davis with Delta Health, and we know the reasons why you trust Delta Health to provide compassionate, quality health care are the same reasons why people of the Western Slope have chosen Delta Health for over 100 years to deliver their care, their babies, and being there even through the end-of-life moments. The reason why people choose Delta Health are measured in the important life moments that we can be a part of and the reasons why we love working here. To see more reasons why our patients and employees choose Delta Health, visit deltahealthco.org. Delta Health, a county-wide health care system. Ready or not, it's coming. It's time to get to Pioneer Propane and make sure you're supplied before winter hits. Pioneer Propane offers the area's best prices with no hazmat or fuel recovery charges, free swap out, and a 10 cent discount if you pay within 10 days. They can also fill RV tanks and bottles to get you ready for those cold weather hunting and camping trips. And Pioneer Propane is locally owned. When you call, you'll talk to a real person. Serving homes and businesses in Delta, Montrose, Huray, and Mesa counties. Pioneer Propane in Delta, 970-874-9100. Oh, yeah, you don't, you got to have her to the second half. 
Inbound play, they get the draw for three. Quick shot, off the rim, no good. And very quickly, Nelson grabs the rebound. Long pass down the floor through the hands of Haven Johnson. Right now, Montrose hurrying a little bit too much. 10-10, 6.08 to play in the half. Ball comes down to McGraw in her favorite spot, that left corner. Suazo, Sanchez, back to Sanchez, top of the key. They get McGraw in the corner. Good defense by Nelson to cut her off. They go cross court over to Suazo. Top of the key. This is Sanchez, guarded now by Bush. McGraw with the ball. They'll work it outside the three-point line, trying to get it inside. Triple team, knocks the ball out, quick shot. Oh, off the glass by Sanchez, and she did not call glass. And we need a timeout. 13-10, Pueblo County, this is a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Yeah, it's a good job by both teams actually playing some really solid defense. It's tough to get really good quality shots right now, but it's... Uh, it's obvious trouble left. They want to work this left side with Stanford and Martin trying to come up with a point there. But uh, on the other side, it's the Red Hawks trying to get the ball what they normally do between Leg and uh, Oldberg. But right now, you're going to have to come, somebody else is going to have to come up. Kinsey Bush did a good job and uh, uh, make it a basket there. So we need, we're going to need others to contribute. So after the quick time out, Double left falls off the press. Lego walk it up into the front court. She'll be met by Kirkpatrick. Leg stops outside the three-point line, looking for help. She get it over to Bush on the left side. Back to Leg. Nelson and Williams go. Double high post. High screen by Williams. Ball loose on the floor. And we're going to have a tie-up. So a lot of standing around on our offense right now. Rocco's going to come back in for Williams. So we get a little bit shorter, but a little more experience out there. Montrose on the possession, the top of time possession, has it on the baseline. David Johnson looking for Rocco, gets it into it. Rocco puts up the shot, somehow got it to go. 13-12, Pueblo. Quickly down, ball knocked away by Rocco. There's that leaping ability. Swazo tried to pass it over, and she just elevated. Yeah, that's the one thing you, you see a lot in girls. They don't use a bounce pass. Girls want to throw it over the top, and uh, with the thickness of Rocco and our girls, you're not going to throw it over their head. Swazo will inbound this side of the Montrose bench. Gets it into Sanchez. Quickly down. Martin left wide open. Puts it up and in. Another breakdown. Six in the game for Martin. And it's a 15-12 lead for the Cyclones. Bush will take over a point guard, trying to get leg open for shots. Into the right, left corner to Rocco, back to Bush. Now Nelson, and then a lazy pass, almost stolen by Kirkpatrick. Well, you talk about telegraphing passes. Yeah, it's, you know, the Pueblo West girls are doing a really good job of already already figuring out what our new team is offensively, and they're starting to jump those passing lanes. And again, clogging up the middle, so we're taking away the driving ability or our inside posting, and they're doing a good job there. And Haven Johnson, to avoid the five-second ball, bounces it off of McGraw's legs out of bounds. And by the way, Oberg's back in with 4.30 to play. 
Coach Chip saying, I gotta have my starters out there. This is about to get out of get away. Bird swings it up. A lot of motion. High Monte. Double high post. Rocco lifts. Next take. She'll take a long two off the back of the rim, tips around, Martin goes high for it, and then it's tied up by Oberg. And Martin made the mistake of bringing the ball down low, and the taco time possession arrow favors Montez. Yeah, if you don't, if you're a big girl and you don't clear yourself after you get a rebound, you're going to get tied up. Ball comes in, they work it around the perimeter. Leg, open for three. Off the back of the rim, won't go. Rebound comes down to McGraw, she'll give it to Sanchez. Pueblo, with four minutes to play, has a three-point lead in the ball. Sanchez guided by Bush. Martin sets a high screen for it. They'll go to McGraw. Martin goes down the low post. Oakland's doing war down there with it. They'll lob it down to it. Tips around, she'll kick it back out to McGraw. And they'll start looking for it one more time. They should keep going. Pueblo is third foul. Suazo drives. Kicks it off, this is Sanchez, on the right side, working around the three-point line. Back to Sanchez, look to the three, decides not to take it, kicks it off to Peterson. Inside to Martin, Martin spins, throws it out, nothing there. Again, Pueblo, works it down, Martin finds himself open. That'll be a foul on Rockwell, bumping into it. You know, it's interesting here, Pat, that when they go in, when Martin goes down in there to post up, she doesn't post up like a traditional post player. She wants to pin him, and then they want to lob over the top of the defense trying to get with the ball. Backside play, and a nice play. Suazo's an easy two on the inbound, and the biggest lead of the game for either team. 17-12, Pueblo, 3.09 to play. Montrose needs some points. Leg, directing traffic. Push it from three on the right side. Leg stops the dribble. They'll do a backside pass to Bush, inside the Rockos, misses the layup, Oberg goes with it, and then gets hammered to the floor. And that was a nice set-up play. That foul goes against Martin, and now she has two. So the tall girls for both teams have two fouls here. Macy back to the line to shoot two, and we really need these. She's one for two, one for three on the Delta Cabinet Company free throw line. Back in comes Kirkpatrick, and Martin will go to the bench with her two fouls for the last three minutes of the half. Macy's second shot, uh, gets the roll. 17-13, Pueblo. Sanchez will bring it up. Sanchez, started by Bush, will go cross court to Kirkpatrick, leg on her. Kirkpatrick kicks it into the left corner to Sanchez. Around it comes. Sanchez drives, the draw for three, off the back rim, rebound, oh, that should be an intentional foul, Oberg gets the rebound, Kirkpatrick grabs her and threw her to the floor, they do not do it, a flagrant foul, Larry, unbelievable. 27 to play, four points lead, four Pueblo. Montez hit the ball, over gets it. Kicks it around, Rocco, over loose, back to Rocco on the right wing. In the corner to Bush. Bush looks for over, over gets pushed. And I think Kirkpatrick's been told to go out and muscle over wherever because 
He's now picked up two fouls in the last 15 yeah. seconds. Both of them hammering on over. And the last, that last foul, she actually stumbled into it and pushed out the way. Bounce pass into Rock on the... Oh, misses the ball. He gets her own rebound. Puts it up and can't get the second with the ball, but she's fouled. So Tegan's doing a great job on the board. Just couldn't get two puppies to drop, but she'll go to the line to shoot two to try to cut into this four-point loop. Well, now it's a foul here in the center, so any foul from Pueblo from now on is two shots. Tegan misses the first. Over will come out. Nelson back in for The Macy survived. Not only no fouls, but getting speed up out there. Rocco's second free throw good. 17-14, Pueblo, 206 to play. Sanchez will bring it up. Goes will pick her up at the half-court line. High post. That's Kirkpatrick. Guarded by Nelson. Kirkpatrick will get it to McGraw, top of the key. Long pass over to Sanchez. Back to McGraw. Trying to work for a three. Inside to Kirkpatrick. Spins into the lane. Ball tipped around. Ends up in the hands of Peterson. Kirkpatrick takes the shot. Tips around. Kirkpatrick gets it. Takes a three. Bounce around. And out comes Wake. Leg on the run, going to go all the way to the hole. Goes up, puts it up, and that'll be a foul. Now, she'll be shooting no matter what, because as Larry said, there are five team fouls. So very quickly, Kirkpatrick has picked up three fouls, and Maggie Leg half the lane to shoot her first two free throws with a chance to cut this to a one-point lead. Yeah, Maggie got away with a nice and four-arm lead. And our free throw shooting goes continue. Maggie misses the first. She'll get the second. Odell in for Pueblo, and Maggie gets the second. 17-15. Pueblo, 131 to play in the half. Suazo will bring it up. Guarded by Rocco. We're going to spread the floor. Suazo drives in, gets cut off. Out it comes to Sanchez. Three, in, out, won't go. Rebound. And that should be a travel, yes. Yeah, uh, Peterson got the rebound and battled for it, got it, and fell to the floor. So turn over to Montrose. Press. Leg gets it. They'll back off into the half court. Leg will come into the front court as we go down to a minute to play. Montrose down by two. Bush to Rocco, left wing. Double high post. Rocco will drive. Stop, throw up a wild shot. Bounces around, comes up with it, puts it up, and goes! 17-17. Rocco not to be denied. Ball goes into the far corner to McGraw, for the Pueblo. 40 seconds, clock running. Sanchez to Suazo. Rocco on Suazo. Round it goes to McGraw. McGraw, top of the key to Odell. Three-pointer on the way from Sanchez. Got it. That was a quick three. She's got two in the half. 2017. We're down to 20 seconds to play in the half. Bush left open against the press. She'll come in. Look for help. She'll give it off the leg. 12 seconds. Ball to Bush. Cross court to leg. Leg. Head fake. Drive. Puts up the shot. And that will be a hand check foul. Leg will go to the lane of the line to shoot two. That foul is on Peterson. Purpose, and Maggie at the line, she's one for two. They've done a good job of holding her down. She only has one point. 
first shot is up and good. 2018. At the moment, Pueblo with the lead. Leg with the second shot in the air. Looks good, it is. Pueblo will get it, so roll it in. Clock runs, four seconds, long pass down. McGraw will put up a prayer. Good if it goes, it will be short. Good defense out there by Haven Johnson. At the end of one half of play here at Lloyd Dillon Gymnasium, it's the Pueblo West Cyclone 20, Montrose Red Hawks 19. You're listening to 5A Tournament Action on the Highway 50 Game of the Week on the Monkey. We'll be back in about six minutes. Kreiner Electric is Western Colorado's best choice for electrical solutions. Whether it's new construction, a service upgrade, a complete remodel of your home or business, or 24-7 emergency service, Kreiner Electric has you covered. They're the premier full-service electrical contractor for any project, any size, any time, and they serve the entire Western Slope. Choose Griner Electric and put 27 years of excellence and expertise to work for you. Visit the website, GrinerElectric.com. Are you ready to finally have the kitchen of your dreams? Whether your style is rustic, traditional, or contemporary, Delta Cabinet Company can help make your dreams a reality. We have hundreds of options in colors, wood, and door styles to satisfy every design. Our in-house kitchen designers have more than 20 years' experience helping clients with every budget. So don't put it off any longer. Stop in our showroom and take a look at what Delta Cabinet Company can do for you. We are located at 696 Industrial Boulevard in Delta or visit our website at deltacabinetcompany.com. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home and auto. Guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. State Farm agent Terry Wire is your go-to agent in Delta for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Terry Wire will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 970-874-8626. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Taco Time was founded with the belief that fresh, real ingredients make better food. That means the freshest produce available. Crisp lettuce and onions, ripe tomatoes, tangy cilantro, and juicy limes. Taco Time uses 100% boneless, skinless, all-white chicken and top-quality lean ground beef. Their chips, taco shells, salsa, and special sauces are made fresh each morning, right in the restaurant, to make sure that you get the freshest, tastiest food they can offer. They take pride in how they do things. It may not be the easy way, but it's the right way. Taco Time, open 8 to 8 at 707 Main in Delta. It's the Monkeys Highway 50 Game of the Week Halftime Show. It's a first-half recap and the latest scores from the out-of-town scoreboard. Coverage of the Highway 50 Game of the Week is brought to you by the Horsefly Grill in Montrose and the Highway 50 All Sports Connection sponsors. Welcome in to your halftime coverage of your Highway 50 Game of the Week here on 95.7 The Monkey. Montrose girls down by just a point, 19-20, going into halftime. Things started out pretty iffy for the Montrose girls. They would force a turnover after Pueblo West chewed up about a minute of clock to start the game. But after that, to, or excuse me, Montrose, they would actually go out to a 4-0 lead, forcing two turnovers and scoring two buckets. But then a pair of Montrose turnovers themselves, that would the game up at 4-4 and early on I think Montrose realized their press was not working nearly as well as it has in the past and especially those last couple of games kind of forcing them to play a different style of defense lay off of them just 
a little bit more. And another story of that first quarter was Pablo West's perimeter shooting, specifically McKenna McGraw. She hit two of them in that first quarter. First one would put them up by three, and at the same time, Montrose could not really get much going on their end. Taking Rocker would tie it up with three of her own, but then McGraw would respond with her second three, 10-7. And then Montrose, uh, their third turnover of the game, that would give Pueblo West a 10-8 lead going into the second quarter. And then early on, some more issues for the Montrose offense. Their fourth turnover happened pretty early on there before Kenzie Bush would tie it up at 10-10. Montrose's fifth turnover. Both teams look a little flustered there in the second quarter, not really able to get a good groove going on offense. A little choppy is how it seemed. Uh, then Terrence Sanchez, again, Cyclone perimeter shooting, kind of the story of what's keeping them ahead right now. Terrence Sanchez would hit a three. That would make it 13-10. And then Trinity Martin would make it 12-15. And at that point, all of the buckets were either from Trinity Martin down low in the post or from behind the arc. Cyclones very obviously came into a game plan and were executing it well early on. In total, Montrose had six turnovers. And at one point, Pueblo West was up by five points, 12 to 17. However, Montrose was doing a good job on the boards and bringing the physicality where really both teams were, but Montrose able to bring just a little bit more and some gritty basketball and some free throw shots would let them get back into the game 19 to 20. And that would be your score going into halftime. Quick out-of-town scoreboard alert. CMU women are dominating the New Mexico Highland Cowboys 61-28. Surprisingly, CMU is not within, they're not in the rankings after they just beat previously ranked number 20 school of mines 74-47. So a blowout, I was thinking maybe they'd at least get some votes into the national top 25. Not quite the case. They still criminally underrated showing why again tonight. Later on, the CMU men will also take on New Mexico Highlands. This is in New Mexico. Should be kind of a blowout, if we're being honest. CMU coming to that number six in the country. Then I just wanted to highlight some games that happened earlier this week. The Montrose men's, excuse me, the Montrose boys basketball team they beat Harrison by just a point, 49-48. And I was there calling well, not calling that game, running the board for that game. Larry Newell and Lance Reddy were the announcers for that. And that's one of the most exciting high school basketball games you'll ever see. It was back and forth the whole way. Next up, Montrose boys will be at Ponderosa. Ponderosa is that seventh seed. Montrose coming in as the tenth seed. Fruta men, I keep saying Fruta boys are going to play this Saturday hosting Broomfield after they had a kind of a weird game against Highlands Ranch. Highlands Ranch coming into that as the last seed. And Fruta was down by, I believe, 12 points going into the fourth quarter, but then finally they turned on the Jets and came out with a 55-43 to win of their own. See if they can keep things going tomorrow against Broomfield. Grand Junction Central, they lost against Lewis Palmer two nights ago, 72-43. to 
giving Grand Junction, the Tigers, a chance to knock off LP. That's going to be in Grand Junction. To also, tomorrow, kickoff is going to be at 1. Nuggets, they play tonight. Nuggets are taking on the Portland Trailblazers in Portland. Nuggets finally broke a three-game losing streak last night as they beat the Washington Wizards. If you can hear my little pauses, I'm trying to pull up a score just for you real quick for a reference, but looks like Google does not want to do me a favor. Nonetheless, they will be kicking off at eight. Jokic coming off a triple-double a triple double where he put up 20 points, 19 boards, and 15 assists, breaking a couple of NBA records in the process of doing that. Avs, unfortunately, lost last night's game against the Detroit Red Wings. 2-1, so a pretty close game there. They are playing again tomorrow at 5 p.m. They come to go back home to Denver, take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that's all I got for you to reiterate. The Montrose girls down by just a point going into the third quarter, 19-20. Pat Hooley, Larry Newland will bring you the second half coverage. This is the Highway 50 Game of the Week on 95.7 The Monkey, 93.5 in Montrose. The Delta County School District would like to wish all students the best of luck this school year. Together, we'll work to create a safe and caring environment that will include all, so every student can achieve at the highest level in the classroom and on the field. Remember, you get out of school and life what you put into it. So study hard and stay away from drugs and alcohol. Delta County School District. Caring. Challenging. Learning. Every student, every day. Honesty, integrity, reliability. Griner Electric is Western Colorado's best choice for electrical solutions. Whether it's new construction, a service upgrade, a complete remodel of your home or business, or 24-7 emergency service, Griner Electric has you covered. They're the premier full-service electrical contractor for any project, any size, any time, and they serve the entire Western Slope. Choose Griner Electric and put 27 years of excellence and expertise to work for you. Visit the website, GrinerElectric.com. Are you ready to finally have the kitchen of your dreams? Whether your style is rustic, traditional, or contemporary, Delta Cabinet Company can help make your dreams a reality. We have hundreds of options in colors, wood, and door styles to satisfy every design. Our in-house kitchen designers have more than 20 years' experience helping clients with every budget. So don't put it off any longer. Stop in our showroom and take a look at what Delta Cabinet Company can do for you. We are located at 696 Industrial Boulevard in Delta, or visit our website at deltacabinetcompany.com. Where can you get surprisingly great rates on auto and renter's insurance? At State Farm. Because State Farm agent Jerry Ryer is your one-stop shop in Delta for protecting your car and your stuff for a surprisingly great rate. So stop looking around. State Farm agent Jerry Ryer is ready to help. Call 970-874-8626 for your surprisingly great auto and renter's rate today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Gymnasium at Hui Larry Newland. Second, third period underway. The Chicago Times possession arrow went to Pueblo West, and Sanchez was able to put a layup in to make it a 22-19 lead. Montrose is their first possession, working it around against the man-to-man. Over, an opening of the basket goes in, gets hit, lays it up, no call, but she somehow gets it to drop. 
lot of contact there. Now Montrose is going to extend. One, three, one. Got a jump trap, and Rocco knocks the ball down into the backcourt. Long, long pass down to McGraw. Back it goes to Sanchez. Lob pass down low to Martin. She'll throw it away. Tipped around, and unfortunately, leg couldn't hang on to it. I don't know who Martin thought she was passing to. But Pueblo will have it out of bounds under the basket to our right. Long pass out to Sanchez, out, or to Suazo out on top. Sanchez with another three. Got it. She's got four in the game. 25-21 lead for Pueblo. And they've got the uh, zone press going. Bush throws a wild pass. Leg, lucky to get it. Stops, puts up the teardrop, can't get it to go. Ober gets it, and then the foul, and it's going to be on Martin. I do believe. Yep, Martin will just pick up her third foul with 6.02 to play here in the third period. Pueblo leading by four, and Coach Simmental with a decision leaves her in there. Rocco, head fakes, and now we get an offense, uh, illegal screen. On Oberg. Nope. On leg. No, it went on leg. That'll be her first. One team foul on each team here as we go under six minutes to play here in the third period, 25-21, Pueblo. Long pass into the quarter to McGraw. They'll go back. Ball tipped around. Loose on the floor. Sanchez going to be tied up. The taco time possession arrow. Timeout to Pueblo. He called a jump ball. Well, he called timeout, but I didn't think there was a possession. So 30-second timeout called by Coach Simitoff. Yeah, it was, uh, I, you know, I have to admit, I couldn't really see if the girl had possession of the ball or not. I know Maggie was trying to get over, you know, and reach into it. Yeah. But that's why we have three, three officials, <laughs> one near the bench at all times. And sometimes that's not a pleasant place to be. So an uh, interesting scenario with Trinity Martin is they're going to continue to keep her in the ballgame right now with those three fouls. It's 5.46 to go here in the third period. And on offense, we should try to attack her. Sanchez will give it off to Peterson, guarded by Lake. Martin at the high post, rolls down low. They'll throw it down to her. Over pins her. She gets her own rebound as she misses. Kicks it around. Suazo looks to pass. Sanchez out there, guarded hard by Lake. Locks the ball away. Lake with the ball. Has it tipped away. Manages <laughs> to pick it up and get it. Good transition by Pueblo to get back and cut Leg off. Four-point lead for West. Rocco sets the screen. Lake drives baseline. Gets pinned down there and stepped on the end line. She just got too deep. Yeah. Long pass down to McGraw. She'll stop, put up a three. Off the rim, no good. That was a Peyton Manning pass down the floor. <laughs> Long pass up to Lake. Drag tracks it down. Stops, puts up the three. Way short. Ball loose on the floor. The ends, he can't save it. And things a little ragged right now. Yeah, said, we need a full timeout to talk things over. 4.58 to play in the third period. West up by four. You're listening to Highway 50 Game of the Week on the Monkey.
Taco Time was founded with a belief that fresh, real ingredients make better food. That means the freshest produce available. Crisp lettuce and onions, ripe tomatoes, tangy cilantro, and juicy limes. Taco Time uses 100% boneless, skinless, all-white chicken and top-quality lean ground beef. Their chips, taco shells, salsa, and special sauces are made fresh each morning, right in the restaurant, to make sure that you get the freshest, tastiest food they can offer. They take pride in how they do things. It may not be the easy way, but it's the right way. Taco Time, open 8 to 8 at 707 Main in Delta. 957 Monkey, SKKBT HD2 Grand Junction, 1490 KM Rifle Silt. Gymnasium. A little under five minutes left to play in the third period. Coach Skip just called a one minute timeout to uh, settle the girls down because we had a game going and then all of a sudden it turned yeah. into a uh, noontime YMCA game. We got to put it back in the pan a little bit. Yeah, we got to cool the puppies down yeah. a little. The horses got out. We got to bring it back. So West with the possession. Sanchez will bring it up. She'll be met by Bush. She'll give it off to Suazo, guarded by Rocco. Martin out of the game with her three fouls after that timeout. This is Kirkpatrick with the ball, or Odell with the ball, excuse me. McGraw, now they'll run and weave out on top. The double high screen, nothing there. And Suazo will take a three off the backboard, bounce around. Haven Johnson with a tough rebound, gets it to Leg. Leg pushes it down the right side. She'll kick it off. No, she's going to go all the way in. Yeah. And they're going to call an offensive foul on Leg. Goodness. Two fouls on her all in this period. She shakes her head, goes back on defense. 4.24 to play in the third. Four-point lead for West. They had a one-point lead at half. Suazo with the ball, guarded by Rocco. <laughs> McGraw, left wing. Olberg doing battle down low. Peterson with the ball. We'll back it out. All of this happening about six feet outside the three-point line. They'll lob it down low. Olberg gets a hand on it, but then can't save it. So they had that baseline cut, and Olberg got a hand on the pass. She'll come out. Nelson comes in for her. So Oberg with her two fouls will go back to the bench. Long pass out. Suazo open for three, did not take it. Now Odell with it. Back to Suazo, top of the key, McGraw. She'll back all the way out and reset the offense. Really spreading the floor here. Hey. Back and forth, now they've got a high post girl. Red Hawks stayed in 2-3 zone after the inbounds play. Long prayer taken down by Johnson. She'll give it off the leg. 3.30 to play in the third. Montrose down by four. Double high post. Rocco on the left wing. Head fakes, drives, gets cut off, spins, puts it up, and she will draw the foul. That will be on Suazo, her first. Tegan will go to the line. She is one for two from the line, has 10 points in the game. She's the reason we're still in this game. Exactly. The senior takes her time. First shot looks good. Dead swish. Back in the game comes Peterson. Or, excuse me, that is um, Kirkpatrick with her three fouls. Tegan's second shot off the front of the rim. Tipped around, knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with Montrose. So Haven Johnson will trigger 
Leg will go to the near corner, push to the far corner. They'll get it to leg outside the three-point line. Step, nothing there. Rocco spins, kicks it out. Johnson drives in the lane. Bush for three. High arching shot. Good. No. It just hit the side of the, the way it looked. I thought that was going. That looked so good. Three-point lead. Swazo gives the ball picked by leg. One on four. She'll have to back out. Stop. Take the three. Bounces around. Nelson battling for the rebound. Gets tied up by McGraw. Possession arrow. Taco time possession arrow to Montrose. And Oldberg's going to come in for Bush. She rarely comes off the floor. Yeah, she really does. Back in the game comes Segarin, replacing Sanchez for Coach Simmental of left. Johnson, the trigger, gets it into Rocco. Rocco puts it up and in on the backside. 13 in the game for Tegan. Back to a one-point lead for West, 25-24. 2.38 to play in the third. Montrose back to a full man-to-man. Nelson working down low on defense. McGraw cuts in the lane, kicks it out. Rocco gets a hand on it, but Swazo comes up with it. McGraw, Sigurin uh, goes in. She's going to draw the foul. They do know when to shoot. Yeah, they do. So that foul on over. Oh, that's the third on over. I was hoping it was on Nelson. So Rebecca Segerin will go to the line to shoot two to try to extend this one-point lead with 2.18 to play in the third. She's a junior. First shot is up and does not get the roll. So both tall girls, Oberg and Martin, one for each team, on the bench with fouls. Second shot in the air. That's good. Two-point lead for West. Here comes a little bit of a token press. Leg will trot it up into the front court. Looking for help. She'll drive into the front court. Drive into the lane. Kick it off. Back it comes to Rocco. Rocco, head fakes. She was wide open. Didn't know it. Johnson will give it off. Leg will reset. David Johnson will go to a high post. And they can see that pass coming. That was telegraphed. <laughs> and the free throw is missed by Kirkpatrick. Leg with the ball. Kicks it off. And Maggie having a bad sequence right there. They are jumping our passes. We're telegraphing. Yeah, we're telegraphing. They, they figured out our rotation and where we're going, and uh, they're there. Swazo will bring it up against Rocco. Bush will come back in. Nelson gets a hand on an inside pass. Tipped around. will go to McGraw in the right corner. She has shown the ability to hit the three from there. Swazo, who can also shoot the three. Mm -hmm. McGraw will drive the lane. Put up the teardrop. Gets the roll. Won't go. Rebound comes down to Oberg. Oberg gets knocked down in the backside. Long pass down to Johnson. Johnson passes up the open shot. Leg will drive in. Put up the layup. Got it. She'll go to the line. We're tied at 26. That foul goes to McGraw, her first. And Maggie at the line with an opportunity to put us in the lead after quite a long time. Bush comes back in, replacing Johnson. So Nelson Oberg, Lake, 
Rocco and Bush on the line, on the floor for Montrose. Maggie completes the old-fashioned three-point play. 27-26, Montrose. Sanchez will check in for West on the next dead ball. Suazo, guarded by Rocco, spins in the lane, puts up the 15-footer, got it off the glass. 28-27, back and forth we go. West in the lead. Leg, under heavy pressure, will give it off to Bush. West, extending their man-to-man, letting Bush pretty much go out. Now they'll go high post. They try to back cut to Rocco. Oberg fakes, shoots, draws the foul. So she had Rocco, couldn't get it to her, drove in. And that's on Suazo, her second. And Oberg back at the line to shoot two more. She's got six in the game. She's two for four from the line. In, out, won't go. Sanchez comes back in, replacing McGraw for West. Macy will get the second free throw, try to tie this up at 28. Second shot in the air, off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound comes down. This is Suazo. She'll bring it up. Rocco will dog her into the front court. Go right side. This is Sanchez. Guarded by Leg. Drives. Stops. Puts it off. Can't get it to go. Rebound to Leg. Leg comes out on the run. And then gets run over. And that will be a blocking foul on Suazo. Maggie's still on the floor. That was a big collision. Yeah, that was hard. That's three on Suazo. Maggie comes up. Seems to have five fouls. So Maggie will go to the line to shoot the bonus. And if we can get our free throw shooting a little more consistent, we can keep this lead. Or get into the lead, I should say. First shot, good. Seven in the game for Maggie. Averaging 11. We're tied at 28. Tie-breaking shot, good. 29-28, back and forth we go. 12 seconds to play. Swazo will bring it in the front court, try to drive. Gets cut off. They try to jump her, jump her. Rocco on her. Rocco blocks the three-point shot. Shot taken at the buzzer, and there's going to be a foul called on Maggie Leg. Her third. That's her third. And at the line will be Katie Peterson with her chance to get in the book tie this up and maybe take the lead. <laughs> First shot up. Rattles it home. Another tie. 29-29. For the lead. Shot in the air. Off the rim. Ball knocked around with two-tenths of a second. West will have it. It'll be a formality of throwing it in. Just don't foul anybody. Ball tipped, and that'll do it. We will go to the fourth period, tied at 29. You're listening to 5A Tournament Basketball on the Monkey.
pre-owned, it's easy to shop, save, and buy at Hellman Motor Company in Delta. Hellman Motors has been family-owned and operated for over 68 years. Ford, Toyota, new or pre-owned, they have a vehicle for every budget, plus service made easy with drop-off and pickup available. Ask about Hellman's Car Finder service and find the vehicle that meets your needs, even if it isn't in stock. Visit HellmanMotorCo.com or stop by 750 Highway 92 in Delta. Everything they do is driven by you at Hellman Motor Company. Delta Ace Hardware has been in business and serving the Delta community since 1915. They offer a wide variety of paint, tools, lawn and garden, and so much more. Virtually anything you'll ever need to fix, repair, and maintain your home, plus everything in between. With all the best brands under one roof, like Benjamin Moore, Traeger, DeWalt, Craftsman, Steel, Toro, Scotts, and more. Delta Ace Hardware at 121 West Gunnison River Drive truly is your one-stop everything shop. Delta Ace Hardware, the helpful hardware place. Welcome back to Lloyd Ringdom Gymnasium. Start of the fourth period. We're tied at 29. The Taco Time possession arrow in favor of Pueblo West. They'll get the ball to Suazo. She'll drive into the corner, kick it out. Around the horn it goes. This is Peterson on the left side. Top of the key to Sanchez. Ooh. Martin in, being guarded by Nelson down low. Martin gets the ball down there, tipped around. That'll be Nelson going over the back. Trying to get to the ball. That'll be the first team foul for either team here in the fourth period. And West will trigger the play. That is Peterson on the baseline. She gets it in the corner. McGraw wide open for three. Ball tipped around, knocked around. Rocco comes up with it. Lake gets it. Got numbers. Goes to Oberg. Oberg bounce pass to Bush. Bush will go back to Rocco. Rocco back to Bush. Bush does not look to shoot the three. Rocco goes out, and Maggie Leg will reset. Oberg, Nelson, Bush, Rocco, and Leg on the floor. Leg will drive in, put it up off the glass, can't get it to go. Rocco with the rebound, throws it up and draws the foul, and I'm telling you, Tegan Rocco is carrying this team. She really is. She's putting them on her back. 25. There is There's no, no 25. 25. I don't know who the foul is on. 23. So first foul on Sanchez. Rocco at the line to shoot two more. She's two for four from the line. is 13 in the game. But that doesn't tell the story. Misses the first one. Her rebounding and quickness. Getting yeah. hands on balls out there. Passes. Disrupting the offense. Megan's second shot to break the tie. Can't get it to go. Tipped around. Martin gets the rebound. Down comes West. We're tied at 29. Seven minutes to play in the game. Rocco almost gets the steal. Swazo will have to give it off. Peterson guarded by Oberg now. Sanchez with the much shorter Bush on her. McGraw all this way outside the three-point line. There's a... Oh, no! Oh, my goodness. McGraw reached out and pushed Maggie Leg, and they called the foul on Maggie. Is that four on her, Larry? Yes, that's four. Oh, my goodness. There are bad calls, and then there's really bad calls. Peterson drives the lane, kicks it off to Martin, fires a bullet through her hands, turn over to Montrose. He can't take Maggie out. 6.39 to play. 
but she's going to have to be super careful now. Ball comes in the leg. A little bit of defensive confusion for West. Maggie gets it. Cross court to Rocco. Rocco head fake. Takes the jump shot. Off the rim. Tipped around. Into the hands of Nelson. Nelson mugged on one side and the other. And we'll see who they finally call the foul on. Oh, and they call it on Martin. Well, if you're going to have a bad call on one side, you'll have a bad call on the other side. That's four on Martin. So two key players in this game with four fouls. We'll see who laughs. Bush will give it off to Rocco. The leg. Leg looks at a long three. Does nothing with it. She'll get it inside to Oberg. Oberg spins in the lane, puts it up. Does not drop out. Be careful, Macy. Don't get frustrated. <laughs> she almost got the frustration foul. Six minutes to play. We're tied at 29. Suazo back out. Get things reset. Suazo guarded by Rocco. Now to McGraw. Oberg guarding Martin down low. McGraw with the ball. Suazo pushes away through the lane. Now Peterson with the ball. She'll go to McGraw in the corner, trying to get it inside to Martin. It goes inside. She spins, puts it up, can't go. Kenzie Bush with the ball, almost travels. Hands it off the leg. Tied at 29. 5.29 to play in the game. And a chance to go to the grade eight. Leg, Rocco, left wing. Gets the screen, stops, shoots. Off the backboard, won't go. Oberg has the ball knocked away. She's fouled. Haven Johnson will check in. That foul on Peterson. That's three team fouls on West. Haven will replace Nelson. Two team fouls on Montrose. Haven, as usual, triggers the inbounds. They're in the box. 5.15 to play in the game, tied at 29. Looking, looking, gets it inside to Tegan. Puts it up, can't get it to go. Rebound to Martin. Martin will kick it out to Suazo. Suazo will bring it into the front court. Tegan Rocco on her. They'll spread the floor. Martin working the right side of the lane, left side as we look at it. Sanchez out on top. Throws a pass. Suazo for three. Long shot off the back rim. And good job by Leg letting it go out of bounds. That'll be as good as a turnover. 4.48 to play. You almost feel like whoever scores next has got the way upper hand. We got a timeout. And full timeout. This will be a full timeout by Coach Simmental. 4.48 to play in the game. Tied at 29. You're listening to Highway 50 Game of the Week on the Monkey. The Delta County School District would like to wish all students the best of luck this school year. Together, we'll work to create a safe and caring environment that will include all, so every student can achieve at the highest level in the classroom and on the field. Remember, you get out of school and life what you put into it. So study hard and stay away from drugs and alcohol. Delta County School District. Caring. Challenging. Learning. Every student. Every day. 95.7 The Monkey is KKBT HD2 Grand Junction 1490 KM Rifle Silt. Welcome back. Timeout situation. Coach Simmental of West has two timeouts left. 
Coach Skip has four. I got a feeling we're going to see quite a few of them taken here. 29-29 here. We've been stuck on 29 for quite a while. Montrose has the ball at the far end of the floor. There will be no press. 4.47 clock starts. Rocco in the right corner. Bush with the ball. We'll hand it off to Oberg. She'll run a little weave out on top. Goes back to Leg. Leg guarded by Peterson. Haven Johnson trying to set a high screen for Leg. Does. Leg drives in the lane. Puts up the running one-hander. Can't get it to go. Martin clears the board. Martin will kick it out to Suazo. Suazo brings it up. Rocco will pick her up top of the key. Suazo kicks the ball over to Peterson. Guarded by Leg. Peterson to McGraw, guarded by Johnson. McGraw, ball above her head, gets it in deep to Martin. Martin turns, throws it up, can't get it to go. Kenzie Bush with the rebound. Then Oberg gets it. She's being mugged in the backcourt, no call. She'll get it to Leg. Leg will resettle. We're under four minutes to play. Gives it off to Johnson on a weave. Bush right side. Looks for Leg. Leg stops. Oh. Head fake. Puts it up, gets it to go. Montrose takes the lead, 31-29. McGraw finds Martin down deep. Puts it up, way too hard. Bush tips it to leg. Kinsey Bush doing the yeoman work on the board. Shortest throw on the floor. But no surprise. Ball to Johnson. Oberg rolls through the lane. Bush top of the key. Now we're doing back cuts in and out of the lane. Bush looking for help. Dribbles out to avoid the five-second call. Johnson with it now. Leg will get it. Top of the key. They'll reset. They'll do the double down. Rocco goes cross court into the corner. Johnson with the ball looking for Ober. Now Rocco and Coach Skiff calls a timeout as things were just not going. This will be a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it here. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> I tough to come up with any analysis because nothing's going on. <laughs> a lot of bodies running into each other, but really not a lot going on. But now, if you got a two-point lead, though, I wonder the thing that you, you know, Coach Kent's going to tell us, girls, we're going to be patient offensively now. And the best thing offensively that's going right for the Red Ox is going to the free throw line. Mm -hmm. And so, be, you know, pull that ball out, force these girls to come out and foul you, it's, uh, you know, they only got two fouls to get before you're shooting double bonus, but well, right you now, to get a good look at a shot here, though. 2.57 to play. The clock is your friend if you have the lead. Long pass out to Leg. Leg will back it out. Guarded by Sanchez. She'll go left side to Johnson, back to Leg. Leg to Bush. They'll get it to Oberg at the high post. Oberg kicks it out. Johnson. Working the ball. 2.43 to play. Montrose up by two. Oberg inside, looks for on the back cut. Kicks it back out, and that's what they're doing. They're milking the clock. Bush gets it to Oberg at the high post. Double team. Don't get in a hurry. Everybody come to the ball. Oberg at the high post. Had Bush on the back side. Couldn't find her. Lake will now dribble it. Work it to cross court. Gets it to Johnson. Johnson back to Leg. Leg out there. It's hammered. Knocked down to the floor. No call. But then McGraw gets knocked down. Ober comes up with it. These guys are terrible. And Maggie Leg comes up. 
She is. She got hit in the face so hard. I thought. I'm worried she. She if she had a bloody nose, but she apparently does not. Uh, right now, the guys in stripes are about to lose control of this game. Uh, they lost control earlier. It's because now, now we have physical stuff happening where somebody really could get hurt out here. And it's not intentional. It's just kids playing hard. Montrose will have the ball to our right on the sideline. It'll come into Bush. Suazo on her. Kenzie looking to get into the front court. Right-handed dribble. Gets it to Rocco. Guarded by Odell. Rocco puts up the shot. Gives it to go! She fouled! Four-point lead. Chance for an old-fashioned three-point play. Foul on Odell. Leg will come back in. Martin. Sanchez. Back in for rest. Montrose with a four-point lead. 1.30 to play. Chance to make it a five-point lead. Now, why did the buzzer? Because the guy didn't shut the clock off. So they're going to have to reset the the uh, yeah the clock. Hopefully they have an eye. I thought a lot of time had run off. So Tegan will get that free throw again. So Coach Simmental wants. Okay, the referees are outside the three-point line to our left here. Everybody's set up for the free throw, but we've got to get the clock situation straight. Maggie Leg out there trying to keep that left eye open. And it's 142 to play now. Tegan with the free throw. In the air. Got it! Five-point lead, 142 to play. Sanchez will bring it down. Bush on her. Martin way outside the three-point line. Tries to set a screen. It was a moving screen. No call. Sanchez under pressure in the corner. Loses it. Coach Simitol screaming for a foul, but that was not a foul. She simply lost control. Turnover to Montrose. And Coach Simitol is going to call a Steve. Steve called a timeout. The full timeout called by Coach Skip. Yeah. He still has, by my record, he has a full and a 30-second. We'll keep it here. Five-point lead with somewhere around 120 to play in the game. And it's a two-possession game, but the way this team shoots threes, that's, I think, what you got to worry about more than anything, Larry. Yeah, you know, that's what they're going to set up as their three-point shooters if they can get them uh, open. But the other, you know, our girls just got to be strong because they, they've got a foul now. There's just no, you know, so they got to be strong with the ball. Coach uh, Simmental was trying to call a timeout right as the ball went out, but the official already ruled that it's, you know, changed possession. So, so we're going to get the ball. Everybody in white needs to come to a pass. Yes, and secure it with, you know, both hands. Don't, don't try to do too much. Fourteen fouls on West. Next foul, we will be shooting the bonus. Full court pressure. Rocco in the deep right corner on the sideline to inbound. 
They're working to get it into Bush. Somebody go deep. Got to go. Got to go. Five. Five second call. Nobody came to the ball. Nope. The only people coming to the ball were in black uniforms. So turnover with 128 to play. And 30, 30 second. second timeout called by Coach Simmental with 128 to play. So he brings the shooters off off the bench. No, he's, he's actually going to call a full. Oh, okay. I thought that's what he had to do. So he brought his shooters back into the lineup, setting up their attack here because they've got to score fairly. Well, they have to score quickly, but they, they need a good look here and get a good shot off here with 34-29 trailing here. So now what are the Red Hawks? The Red Hawks now, they've only got two team fouls. They so in all theory, it. they can get out there and foul and not give up anything for and take some more time off the clock if they uh, so choose so. Because you know they're going to look for either Suazo or uh, right off the top, Sanchez. If, yeah, she's got the, she had the four threes. McGraw can hit a three, you know, but you really got to key in on Sanchez. You don't want Sanchez being the one, I'm trying to say, be the girl that takes the three. Let somebody else. Suazo's been inconsistent. So... So West will have the ball to our right on this end of their bench. Rocco will be guarding Suazo, who will be doing the inbounding. Waiting for 128 to play. Montrose with the five-point lead. Look the ball. And Haven Johnson tips it out of bounds. They tried to get it. That was a stealable pass. That was. That was not a strong pass. They moved the ball down to the other end of the West bench. Suazo looking to get it in. Bounces it off Rocco's leg, so close to a five-second call. So neither team wants to come and get a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just running around. Suazo with the ball, finally gets it into Sanchez. Bush on her. Way outside the three-point line. Suazo drives, stops, tries to clear for a three. Rocco in her pocket. Working, working. Suazo. Now with Oberg on her. Suazo working to get open. Drags the foot. No call. Ball loose on the floor. Battle for it. Loose ball. It'll be tied up. Taco time position arrow favors Montrose. And now Simitar will send in three defenders for three offensive players. Martin goes out of the game. The tall girl. Rocco on the far side. About the top of the three-point line on the visitor's side. They'll stack Somebody, somebody goes long. Go to the ball. Rocco looking. Lobs it in. Leg gets it. And then there will be a foul, and that will be a reach-in foul on Kirkpatrick. Her fourth. Maggie Leg at the line with the opportunity to shoot two and make this a three-possession game if she can get them both. So Maggie Leg at the line, Rocco and Oberg on the lane for Montrose. Bush and Johnson back deep. Maggie's first free throw, short. Back in come Martin McGraw and Sanchez, the shooters. Maggie with a chance to make it a six-point lead. In the air, looks good. Off the back of the rim. Rebound to McGraw. McGraw, and it's stolen by Oberg. Kick it out. Oberg, just kick it out. Leg does that, and then Leg gets pushed, and then gets pushed down even harder 
That should be an intentional. This should be an intentional foul. Should have been. Yep. If the first one wasn't intentional, the second one was pretty rough. And they're not going to call it. Well, we're going to we're going to leave the uh, game in bruises, if nothing else. Maggie back at the line to shoot two more. There Got it. Go. There we go. Six-point lead. If she gets this one, it's a three-possession game. In the air. Good. Seven-point lead. 54 seconds to play. Sanchez guarded by Bush. To McGraw. Sanchez way outside the three-point line in the corner. McGraw opens the three. Got it. And very quickly... Coach Simmental, I believe, just called his last timeout. 41.8 seconds, four-point lead for Montrose. Montrose will have the ball at the far end, and you know the press is coming. Oh, the pre- and they're going to foul quickly. So, again, very important for the girls in white, the Red Hawk ladies. If somebody stops the dribble, people got to come and get the ball. You can't stand and run sideways and come and get it. And then be strong with the ball because you know they're going to foul you. And so, they're going to foul you hard. And hard. I mean, that, that, the last foul there, that, I mean, that was, oh, well, I won't get into it. But, um, yeah, because they're going to try to force, first thing they're going to try to do here for Pueblo West, they're going to try to get another uh, five-second call or and get the ball back. So, again, important inbound. Yeah, now, we- that time it was called right after the three. So we should be able to run the baseline. That's true. So we should be able to run the baseline. So knowing that, we should be able to get somebody open to get the inbound pass. And it's going to be Tegan is going to take the ball out of bounds. And here we go. Run the baseline, Tegan. Run it, run it, run it. And they call a timeout. Coach... Coach has got to explain to the girls, and this now that just went away because he called a timeout. But that now she's got to stay stationary, right? So in that situation, you, you should have reminded her that you can run the run up and down the sideline, you know, because you moving up and down makes that girl in front of you have to move, and that creates a space, a way, uh, you know, you can get a pass into the into the uh, into the field of play that. Now you got to come to the ball. And, and at this situation, it might be best to send all four girls, you know, running towards the end line. See if you can beat somebody. Now Maggie's going to take it out. Oberg and Rocco. Get it in. They get it in to Macy. Good. So Macy on the dribble. Passes it down Bring the it floor out. to Kenzie. Kenzie will pass it. 35 seconds. Leg with the ball gets uh, pushed. So Maggie will go back to the line to shoot two more. She's two for four here in this period. And this again, chance to make it. It is a two-possession game now, but now if she gets both of these, it would be two threes right. to tie the game. Can you come? You can't come. Oh, we got Maggie at the line, 33 seconds to play. Three throw off the back rim. Martin, McGraw, and Sanchez back in for Coach Simmental. This is an offense-for-defense type substitution he's been doing all period. Maggie's second shot. 
In the air, off the back rim. Rebound to Rocco. Who else? And a foul. And then a foul. So Tegan will go to the line to shoot two more. Larry, if, if we had shot 60% of the free throw line, this would be a no contest game. Yeah. So Tegan at the line to shoot two. 30.7 seconds now. But every point pressure. Four-point lead at the moment. First shot in the air. Got it. Seventeen in the game for Tegan. See if it'll be eighteen. It is. Six-point lead. Thirty seconds to play. Sanchez. Bush working her at the half-court line. McGraw. Back to Sanchez. Sanchez. 20 seconds. Back to McGraw. McGraw looking to get open. Sanchez for three. Short. Rig comes down. Johnson kicks it out to Rocco. Rocco into the front court. She'll be fouled from behind. That's fine. She's the girl we wanted to yeah, lot. No, that did her. That should seal the deal there, even if she misses. Ten seconds on the clock. Six-point lead. Still a six-point lead. Taking second shot. This looks better. Oh, in and out. Won't go. Rebound. Down to Swazo. Seven seconds to play. McGraw will put up a Caitlin Clark three. Way short. Rebound down. Let it go. Let it on go. the Let floor. It go. Shot taken. Rebound to Bush and Montrose. Will advance for 3-8 with a 32-38 to 32 victory over the number 10 seeded Pueblo West Cyclone who will finish their season 18-7. Montrose will improve to 19-6 and, and advance more than likely to play next Friday against Roosevelt, the number two seed on our side of the bracket. But a great team victory by Montrose and uh, player of the game, Larry, no doubt about oh, that one. Tank and Rocco all the way. So the final wrap-up on scoring will look like this for Pueblo West. One point for Rebecca Segarin, one point for Katie Peterson, six points for uh, McKenna McGraw, six points for Jamie Swazo, six points for Trinity Martin, and leading the way for Pueblo West was Karen Sanchez with 12. For your Red Hawks tonight, two points for Kenzie Bush. Six points for Macy Oberg. 12 points for Maggie Leg, and leading the way, as we said, our player of the game, the senior, Tegan Rocco. Cannot say enough about the game Tegan played. Yeah. It started in the first period with uh, some acrobatic uh, rebounds and scores that more than anything are defense and getting a hand on so many passes, breaking up the uh, continuity of Pueblo West offense. So We're going to send it back to the station. We'll be back to wrap this all up. The Lady Red Hawks move on. You're listening to the Highway 50 Game of the Week on the Monkey.